and welcome to the Smoke Break. I'm your host, Joel Palzane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. Taylor Barrett. What's up? And Jamal Coleman. Hey, it's me. He's back. <laughs> Again. He's back. <laughs> Trifecta. That's right. That's right. He's uh, the thrice, thrice times. Thrice times. I our hate first that word. thrice. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. such a wrong it's word. It's a sharp word. It is. It's a very sharp You're word. You're our first thrice guest. Yo, <laughs> it nice. doesn't get better the more you say it yeah. either. We're gonna, we're gonna I feel like have... I rolled my R on the last one. <laughs> thrice. <laughs> well, thanks. I like to make a thruple with you. Right. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being our first thruple. Um, so okay. this week... <laughs> Great episode. <laughs> this week we wanted to talk about the evolution of identity. Yes. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes. Um, evolution of identity. So tell me what you're thinking about with this. Where's What's, what's your angle? Well, so the whole concept to me... Uh, I, I'm from South Central Los Angeles, and I've seen a lot of crackheads that become preachers. I've right. known people who are homeless that are now millionaires. I've seen... Uh, you know, even a bigger, more example that like Malcolm X was in jail as a gangster and now he's a spiritual leader. So right. um, some people feel like they're yeah. stuck in their identity and they can't transform. So I thought it would be kind of cool to bring to the smoke break. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. <laughs> I like that idea. I, I would say like I've I've transformed over like, you know, just the number yeah. fucking yeah. The last 10 years, last five years. Like there's definitely there was a point where I was where I was smoking meth. There was a there was a point where I was smoking meth in trailers. Uh, I don't know where else you smoke it. But <laughs> I mean, that's where I had the most fun. And, uh, I, feel like, I feel like a stab at white people. <laughs> I'm half white. And I'm I'll representing. Yeah. Yeah. He only smoked half the meth. Yeah. You exactly. are not wrong. And they're trying to represent advocate uh, <laughs> for white people. Um, they don't have no. enough. Um, the single wide. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. But yeah, I would say like, you know, just over this amount of time, <laughs> over this amount of time, like over the last 10 years, you know, like my, my life has changed, transformed. Like how has your life transformed? Like last oh, 10, man. five years? I have. <laughs> I used to be the shyest person. I used to be stuck up. I I, I wanted to be an to accountant. Be white. That would, <laughs> oh my God. I wanted to make 80,000 a year instead of my cubicle. And now I can't imagine that life. It will be boring. I'm Now I'm yeah. traveling all over the nation telling jokes and yeah. dick jokes to strangers. I used to be the kind of guy who uh, hears somebody tell a joke at work and be like, that was so offensive. I can't believe they're talking about those people. Unprofessional. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go report it. <laughs> And then I would report it and get fired. I'm glad so. I met you later. <laughs> I'm glad I met me later. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's, it's well, a, I mean, I think we could all say that about right. ourselves at a point. Is like, there's a point. There was a. There's some bizarro version of us that we were so that so much the opposite of ourselves. Because I think right. we become who we are now because like we were a version of ourselves we didn't want to be, so we became right. the opposite of that. Well, yeah. some people get complacent with that identity, and some some of us, you hate who you are so much that you either have to change or kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes, for some people, those are the same thing. Exactly. You know? But I think it's like, <laughs> it's know, killing a part of yourself that like we right, should yeah. focus on is like, the what's death. the part of myself that I, I disagree with so much that I want to separate from? And I, I right. think that like acknowledging where that part of you came from too is really important. Like, was that like outside influence? Was that family? Was that trauma? Right. Yeah. Where, 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 what allowed like me to foster this part of my identity? Mm -hmm. And then like, dude, I'm really hyper analyzing that and figuring out a way to like evolve from that. So I really It's my parents. It's all my parents' fault. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I feel like that's a very surface level thing to say. I'm kidding. You know, it's, it's, it's my parents. It's very, <laughs> very easy to my blame the environment. It's really easy to blame the environment. But like, you know, it's, it's part of the story, but it is part of the story. I'm sure. like I'm from South Central Los Angeles. The environment is very serious and it is very influencing. I wanted to gangbang so bad when I was 13. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Nobody can tell me I couldn't. You and know then you I mean? wanted to be an accountant shortly after. <laughs> 
<laughs> the environment's great. The hardest accountant. <laughs> well, I was gang too nerdy. accountant. I was yeah. too nerdy to be the accountant so, or, or the gangbanger. Oh, so. <laughs> like, I was like, damn, they kicked you out for being too nerdy to be an accountant. The nerds kicked you out for being a nerd. Damn, yeah. you were a fucking nerd. I was too hard to be a gangster. So I mean, you know, I was. Fucked. I was the gangster's accountant. That's what ended up happening. I was like, so guys, you guys need it. to sell another quarter, or we won't make the real. <laughs> <laughs> this month's quota is not being met. Okay, <laughs> swirl to the left, not to the right. <laughs> but what I really, you know, I, like you guys know, I, I I do a lot of studying with Tony Robbins and whatnot, and yeah. I go to a lot of his seminars. And outside, you make it to those. Oh yeah, I that's more, fucking dope. I love them because that's super sick. I feel because they're transformative. Yeah, and they makes sense. Tony Robbins, what he does is he goes and gets the best experts of every aspect of life, puts them together, and puts on like a show that so you can learn from it. And it's basically a how to be a human show. Mm. <laughs> and, and, the thing they should have taught us much sooner, right? yeah. from our birth. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know, so that's uh, most people that go to these Tony Robbins courses are in a negative situation, negative relationship, suicidal, and they yeah. come out as people who are now advocates and saving people from yeah. uh, uh, self-harm or uh, are becoming rich because he teaches me you how to get out of your own way. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, I think I think it kind of takes the people who have been down that shit route to like tell you not to go down that shit route. Like, right. don't tell me not to do drugs if you've never done drugs. I don't exactly. trust you. I don't right. fucking trust you. Yeah, because your perspective on it's going to be very shallow. It's going to be very, yeah. very surface yeah. level without having dipped into it and, and came out of it. And that's yeah. what is dope about him because all the shit he teaches is the shit he went through. He would yeah. do self-harm. He was overweight and lost his way. He mm -hmm. had a tumor in his brain and cancer and overcame it through health and diet and et cetera, et right. cetera. And so now he can speak on, um, you know, the basic human needs. And, and I, I wrote them down. So these are the basic human needs. Um, variety. Okay, variety. Certainty. Significance. Connection or love. Growth. And giving or contribution. Those are the, mm. the things that drive us. And once you find out what is your thing, that's mm. your why. And now you can transform to whomever you want to be. And, but, and on top of that, we're multidimensional beings, and I'll prove it to you. The re you, you know you're a multidimensional being because we're in this reality, and something happens in this reality, and in your mind you're going, I wish this was this timeline. I woulda, coulda, shoulda, this over here. Yeah, yeah. So we're always thinking in all these different dimensions, and we're living in this one. Plus... You just had an internal dialogue. That's your inner dimension. And then you talk out. So you're outer dimension. And then you have a whole nother realm of time and whatnot. So we have all these different dimensions that we're working on. And when you kind of put all your interest and energy into the one that is the actual timeline, you take your responsibility, accountability, you add some self-love, some self-worth. Now you can manipulate and shape that reality. Instead of wasting all of your energy on the woulda, coulda, shoulda's and the other Well, that's like also sounds like being present. Right. Like focusing your energy on the present and the yes. things you have control over in the present. Yes. And that's also a big tenet of like meditation and yes. lots of other strategies for mental health. hundred <laughs> percent. And that's what helps you from having the negative self-talk and thinking about the past. And cause all that does is create self-sabotage and delusion and yeah. creating a crystallized version of your identity that makes you stuck. Uh, you, you end up being Al Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was so good in high school. <laughs> You're the game. The game is the same way. I used to. I'm such a great rapper because of these times yeah, back that, in 2005. Remember that one song? Remember that one song? Well, something I was thinking about, like, I guess it, it does kind of tie into identity is like, I have this. I think that I'm stupid, right? Right. But I also have this internal dialogue that's like, You're stupid. But if I'm stupid, that means that voice is wrong, right? Right. Right. 
Well, that's, that's a, weird because I think I'm stupid and I think I'm the smartest person in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Duality. That's a battle. That's a battle. But <laughs> is that your voice or is that somebody that told you you were stupid when you were young and you made that, that your voice? Yeah, yeah, and that's, absolutely. That's what you have to distinguish as your, you know, that's when you, that's how you get rid of imposter syndrome. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like that's what Taylor was kind of talking about <laughs> right. was just like ident- identifying like where it came from. Yeah, yeah, and like figuring that's out why why it's stuck there. What what part of that was able to either latch itself onto you or or were you hung onto it? Yeah. And, um, I also like I, I wanted to ask if there was like just the group if there was anything that you like <clears throat> have been able to shed any personality traits or like things that you've identified with that you were able to get rid of that you didn't really want to like um <laughs> uh like because okay. like for, for me it was just like putting up with a lot of of shit and mm-hmm. uh that that was a really difficult thing for me to get like right. be optimistic or like to to not be optimistic about i was always like well, maybe, maybe it'll, th- this will get better it's, it's it's something that i'm still working on but that was that's something that i've gotten a lot better at that was really hard for me to be like i can't be so optimistic, I have to be a little bit more realistic mm. about situations that are negatively impacting me. But well, that was something that you felt like you had to, a part of you that you had to shed. Yeah, that I didn't want to. But that you Yeah, I really appreciated that part of myself yeah. that I was able to be a lot more optimistic about situations instead of like acknowledging the pessimism, the realism. Yeah, the, the realism. realism. Stuck but, on the side of the road yeah. is raining. It's about to start snowing. No, everything's fine, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that meme with the guy with the, the house is on fire. fire. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Dude, when I saw that, I fucking felt that. What about you, sir? Well, I was going to say, it sounds like part of you did want to shift, you know what I mean? Or part of you knew that that there was a reason why you needed to shift. There was necessity in being uh, more realistic. The the, the the more I experienced it. Or the con started to outweigh the pro or something, right? Like, it shifted. The more I experienced it, the more I realized that that was, like, severely negatively impacting me and that I, I, I... thought that I just deserved a little bit better than hanging on to situations or experiences that severely negatively impacted me and seeking ones that were like positively impacting right. me. Mm-hmm. And so seeking those out has been, you know, I'm still very new at that. I'm still very inexperienced at it. But uh, like, that's just something that I've been yeah. wanting to do. Yeah. And that was something that was very hard for me to shed. Yeah. Well, the, well the, from my perspective, it sounds like, um, you know, there's only two really things that make you change your identity is either... Uh, some traumatic uh, incident happens and you have a response to it or you take massive action because you're so fed up or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're doing crack so long, you're like, I'm tired of doing crack. I'm going to yeah. change my life. Well, right. I think it has to become a certain amount of painful. You, you know, you like it, if it's not painful enough, it's just like this itch, you like know? Hitting where, right. Right. Yeah, like hitting rock bottom. Yeah, like hitting rock bottom as opposed to like tripping, you know? Right. It's mm-hmm. just like uh, you you might trip a hundred times and then tripping is annoying, yeah. you know, but like not as annoying as fucking hitting your it's face. It's sustainable. Yeah, Yeah. tripping is sustainable. You're still moving forward, but it's like sometimes it takes like those large amounts of like pain or like just shift and transformation in your life for you to get to a place where you're even ready to change. Like I, I I heard a phrase one time a while long. I don't even remember where it's from, but it just went. uh, You need to be disgusted by something in order to want to change it, and like that 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 resonated a lot. And so I like things that I'm looking to change. I'm trying to find ways that I I can experience a level of like disgust almost, so that I can be like, I don't like this. You're repulsed by it. Yeah, it makes me think about you. Like you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable in order to grow. Mm -hmm. Well, the the thing is that the 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 human brain. Is a million years old, and is you have to update the software yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, you get stuck in a program, and the program is. Um, I might die. No, well, I just no, do the no. Apple thing where I just say later. You know, like update later tonight, later tonight, later tonight. The, the program, hopefully, is, while I'm sleeping, it'll update. <laughs> and it doesn't. <laughs> the, and the program is real easy. It's like it's either <laughs> it's like uh, 
stay in a familiar hell or change and your brain is like it's this easier is to say, hell. Yeah, yeah it's easier because it's uncomfortable it's, to change, change and, you uncomfortable. To, and you have to look at all this shit about yourself that you're and that's why some people are, some people can't do it and, well, some, and that's, that's why, why therapy is helpful and, and well, yeah. help shit he, that's what I was saying about Taylor he didn't need therapy he, like he looked at his oh, own, I need he was therapy able, <laughs> I need <laughs> therapy I mean, still in therapy <laughs> in that moment you were able but, to yeah, take you, control of your life and be like even I need to make a change even if it was uncomfortable definitely you took control over your life and that's ultimately how you create your identity yeah. is mm -hmm. taking control, taking accountability. Stop blaming everybody else. Yeah. Stop mm -hmm. blaming your environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you you know, people sell crack down the street, but it doesn't mean you can't read books every fucking night. You can't go to yeah. high school and you can't make something different. I, I think that like, like past events and experiences and environment do play a role, but it's like, I think that like people's reactions, like just the, the proof that like you could, two people can come from the same place and come out of it in a completely different way is mm -hmm. like, it speaks to how much the important, how much importance there is in understanding that like, I have to make something of this, right? Like whatever this is, I have to make something yeah. of this because somebody is making something much better of something far worse. Yeah. But like the, and the only reason they're doing it is because like, they're too dumb mm. to not believe in themselves. Right. I just, like, I just had a thought. It's like you have to accept the because there are limitations. Like there is power, there is privilege, there is oppression, there is right. hierarchical things that give us more access. But also, I think for me, this is what I realized is like you have to accept those things and then also take responsibility for the changes that have to exist. So it's like you. I don't think it's. I think if we blame ourselves a hundred percent, or if we decide that like the way I need to be is different because of all these things, but maybe you have to be like, okay, well, maybe the reason I'm not like that is because of this, that, and the other thing that I didn't have control over. Right. What do I have control over? Yeah, exactly. How can I navigate the barriers that do exist for me? And how can I take responsibility for that while also not blaming myself for not having access to all the things I needed to be where yeah. I want to be? Stop yeah. blaming yourself for yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but I know that guy. <laughs> like, I, you know, like... That's the thing that I think we said like last episode was just that like our our the the biggest drawback to knowing your like to being your own biggest bully is that like you know everything about you. Right, right, you right. Know? You have all so, the dirt on you. You've yeah. got all the dirt on you. So my favorite thing now is um is is I would love to control my negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. I, and I, I I'm talking to myself. I wake up in the morning, I was like, Good morning, sunshine. How you doing, baby? Are you hungry? You want me to pick you something to eat? I'm talking to myself like I fucking love me. Yeah. And then when I'm doing shit that I should where I'm not holding myself accountable for something like oh man I really need to stretch my back is hurting I really need to mm. stretch and I said that three days in a row mm. then I let my fucking little inner demon out and I started negative to, oh you need to stretch your back is hurting but you ain't stretching you little bitch why are you complaining <laughs> about your back if you're not stretching it oh you just gonna lay in the bed complaining about your back you a little bitch right now you ain't shit right and I'll let all that hurt yeah. out and then I'm like let me get my ass up and stretch and then I give myself all that self love yeah. and that awareness but it was attention. it was kind of like you needed that kick in the ass because it's yes. like my best friends are always the ones who tell me how it is mm -hmm. you know what i mean right. whether it's fucking good whether it's bad they tell me how the fuck yes. it is and sometimes i need to be that to myself but yes. it's like <laughs> i can't always be that person no you get that is not when you helpful. get off the stage uh, a lot of comedians do this we get off the stage and people are like you're the best you're so funny you're funnier than this person you're the one of my mm. favorite comedians i've ever seen in my life and every comedian is like i forgot to do this joke mm -hmm. i didn't do this tag i said this right. weird part yeah i did yeah. this i flubbed up this lot no one saw that you you're yeah, yeah, beating yeah. yourself up for no fucking reason. Yeah. For no reason. And you're hurting yourself and you're criticizing yourself. But how much time do you spend going, damn, I fucking killed it, man. Mm -hmm. I, I did the thing that I really wanted to do up there. Yeah. Uh, you know, regardless of what 
I'm not a, I'm a human being. I'm going to make mistakes. This is an imperfect art form in general. Yeah. <laughs> We're like talking and orating. The fact that I got here and had the confidence and the ability to come and do 10, 20, 15, whatever yeah. time, I should get all this praise. I expressed myself. I did all the things that I, I was creative. Mm -hmm. Like I got some laughs. I got a laugh. Like that yeah. was the, I shared an idea that I wrote on a fucking napkin today mm -hmm. that I get tonight and I got instant gratification from it. Yeah. And I need to give myself way more grace and credit for that. These people enjoyed themselves tonight mm -hmm. and that was the point. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That was it. Positive self-talk has a lot to do with being able to turn into or to it like grow in the ways that you exactly. want to grow or to push yourself out of your comfort zone and, and getting yeah, out of your comfort right. zone is how you change your identity mm -hmm. yep, absolutely absolutely <laughs> all right well, we're going to take a real quick break and we will be right back with the smoke break and welcome back to the smoke break i'm your host joel pal zane here with zoe schwartz hi taylor barrett what's up Jamal Coleman. What up? <laughs> what up? <laughs> <laughs> Coolest way to say what's up. <laughs> Shades fall from the sky. What up? <laughs> I want to do it like an old school cowboy where you're like, you're rising on the wind. <laughs> Ooh, goddamn. Exactly. goddamn. Howdy, partner. <laughs> that was the two very different cowboys. <laughs> That was like a gay cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Howdy. Well, several Howdy. other inappropriate ways to say hi that I'm not going to do right now. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. I've always wanted to do that. Okay. Here we go. So anyways, took a lot of belief in myself. I don't right. know. That was, that was a transition. Um, to be able to do that. Speaking of. Speaking of. Cowboys. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, belief, belief, self belief. Um, self belief for me is something that I guess I struggle with. Uh, you I exist. Have, I exist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. Whew. Okay. Yeah. It felt like a real weird. Whole last week. Um, but yeah, belief in self is something that I guess I find difficult. Um, just because. It's like you have to keep you motivated. Like the world isn't going to keep you motivated. You're not going to find the fucking the perfect YouTube video. It's going to be like, keep going, motherfucker. It's important. Like nobody believes in your dreams. The song that you hear, nobody hears until you spit it. Like the joke yeah. that you have to tell is only going to work after you perfected it. Like you have to push you. Um, what are your thoughts on self-belief, Zoe? Well, I would say I struggle with it, too. I mean, I know I exist, but I struggle to believe in myself. Yeah. And uh, I think, well, like what Jamal was saying at the end of the last segment, like it is powerful the way we talk to ourselves. And yeah, um, yeah and I think it's honestly probably like one of my biggest challenges in life is to have better self-confidence and to believe in myself more. Um, so, yeah, I would just say that... Uh, it's hard and uh, <laughs> I'm working on it. Hard but necessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm working on it. But yeah, I think talking to yourself differently, I think is a huge, huge part of it. Yeah. Um, but I'm the primary voice in my head right now. And I right think, now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one thing that I really, that I think is something I try <laughs> to teach to people. I should probably practice what I preach more, but I think it's noticing like some people we like, Oh, for, for example, I speaking of transformation, like my, when in the past I would talk shit to myself and I would just believe it at face value. I was sure. like, yes, I'm I'm less deserving of the things that I want in life because of these hierarchical beliefs that I was given as a young person. I hadn't I didn't have an opportunity to question them. Everybody around me believed them. And then I finally got to this breaking point in my life where I was like, something has to give. And I changed a massive part of myself. It turns out it wasn't the secret, but the secret lay under that big change, which was me realizing that I didn't need to change. I needed to learn how to love myself. And so mm. I went through this massive transformation where I lost like a hundred pounds. And I was like, went from being like totally a victim to like, I'm, and I got off drugs and I was 
I'm like the person who lost 100 pounds. I'm fit girl, da da da, whatever. And then that shit started to be not the thing. Like it wasn't doing yeah. it. You know what I mean? Well, you, yeah, your idea of the, who you wanted to be kind of yeah. changed from yeah. one identity to a yeah. next, but it yeah. still was that you. you did. But yeah. what I learned more than anything throughout that was that. Um, I learned how to question where that voice comes mm. from. And I learned about all the systemic things. I educated myself about fat phobia. And I learned that it's it's directly connected to all the other systems of oppression. In fact, it's rooted in white supremacy. Mm. And uh, and so then I was Another able one. to unpack all of it, right? <laughs> everything, yeah. Everything that hurts your feelings, yeah. Um, <laughs> shame <laughs> is not DJ ours. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the fucking root of all evil. But yeah, so I think like, like realize, so now when I talk shit to myself, it's not, I mean, it's still there and it's still hard. But I have a different lens where I can be like, that's not how I really feel. Like, those are not my values. I understand this self-loathing or bad self-talk in a way that I didn't before where I just thought I deserved to feel that yeah, way. You thought it was now, just your inner voice, yeah. but you know it's that that's how the world has spoken to you. Yes, and I learned that in order to combat it, I have to get angry about where that came from and I have to question it and I have to talk back to it. Yeah, and so I think similar like Taylor's disgust where it's mm -hmm, like I have to yeah. get angry at I it. think mm -hmm. being angry is one of the only things that keeps me going because those voices and those messages are all still there all the time. Yeah. But I have to remember that I don't deserve to feel that way. And the fact that I did is something that was imposed on me by a system that I don't believe in and mm. that hurts other people that I care about that are more oppressed than I am, you know? Mm, yeah. So that was my Yeah, no, I appreciate awakening. it. I love that. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. I, I feel like everybody has that voice. Uh, I've been able to change that voice to like a goofy voice. Mm. So, <laughs> like the voice of Goofy or just a silly just voice? A silly no, voice. I tell okay. people to patronize it. Like, oh, there you <laughs> are again. Exactly yeah. yeah. When I hear my negative self talk yeah. when I'm not doing yeah. it in for mo motivation or discipline, yeah. patronize more, it. I, yeah. I, I, I hear it like that. Yeah. It's like when I get off the stage and, uh, oh, you didn't fucking make anybody laugh tonight, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shit, your dumb ass up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I fucking killed it. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Everybody's patting me on the back. I actually, saw you, I actually saw you do it the other night. You were like, I don't know if I'm going to do the thing. And then it and then you walk back up to me and you were like, what the fuck am I talking about? Zoe? <laughs> you're like, I'm fucking funny and I'm going to do that shit. And you yeah. went out there and you fucking crushed it. And I was, I, I didn't tell you that yet, but yeah, I saw him shift his self-talk yeah. from one extreme to the other in like yeah. a five minute moment. And then he went and killed and did the set he wanted to work on. You gotta, yeah. You, you, this is something I learned from being a hip hop artist too. And I think it was a quote from hip hop M artists believe in themselves. <laughs> and I think I got it from MC light and okay. she, somebody, you know, back in the day you'd have a CD on you. You want to give it to a big rapper and, and, and they'd be like, is this shit fire? And you'd be like, yeah, it's cool. Mm. Like if you don't tell me this is the best rap album you've ever heard <laughs> yeah, in your life, yeah. then why am I taking this from you? Yeah. If you don't believe in yourself, then why would I believe in you? Mm -hmm. And that, just as a, like a marketing and a business and an entertainer standpoint, that yeah. aspect you have to believe. Why in Why would you buy from a salesman who says that it's I? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but like as a, on a human level, our belief systems are our superpowers. That's why placebos work. Mm -hmm. If you believe. It will if people beat cancer when people are like you have fourth stage cancer you have a tumor in your eyeballs and mm -hmm. you're gonna die tomorrow and they're like fuck it I'm gonna spend all my money and go to Thailand and live forever and they fucking do yeah yeah <laughs> because of the way they believe you can all of a sudden they go back to the doctor and you have no more tumors in your eyeballs you everything yeah. is fine I've but, definitely had like experiences with like friends and family members who have like believed themselves through something mm -hmm. that you're like oh that's like that's just like that's finite that or exactly. like that's definite that's that's what it is. So the, and that's uh, you. You were talking about you know, um, um, like people who were you know women who, uh, especially like with women because they have so much um, patriarchal weight on them and and so many more 
um, standards to cross. Um, there's so many business women um, that that came out through, you know, in the 80s and the 90s, where it's like this is a man's world or whatever. Mm-hmm. That are CEOs and bosses yeah. now who never had any opportunities and had to make it themselves. Yeah, and it's because they believed in themselves. Yeah, but it, it takes. A community too. You have to get rid of the assholes in your life and yeah. surround yourself with positive people. You have to have a community to support you and be like, you can do it. Because sometimes you can't show up, you know, fully for yourself every fucking day. Yeah, it's yeah. Tough. Sometimes you need somebody to just hype you up. You know, you know Tamara's I mean? fucking great at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate Aww. that. That's right. And that's why good people go get significant others. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can do it, babe. Yeah. Pat you on the back. It's okay. Tomorrow will be another day. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that is definitely a part that I <laughs> well, miss. And that's a, that's a, that like is an example of how like humans need each other. Exactly. We're we're community oriented yeah. creatures, and exactly. we can't always. And that's why, exactly. yeah, and that's why people go to therapy because even the smartest person yes. might struggle to be kind to themselves. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. What about you, Taylor? How do you talk to yourself? Um. Well, self talk's weird because <laughs> I feel like I feel like I. I try to approach things from like a very logical standpoint. So like it, it gets really complicated when I'm trying to think through things logically and be honest about uh, about situations with myself. And I, it's hard for me to notice that I'm ex- like ex- experiencing negative self-talk because I'm, I'm just under the impression usually it's 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 with this cloud of like, well, it's, it's probably logical and yeah. it's it's difficult to, to navigate my way out of that. And I, I also think that wanting to push yourself and believe in yourself uh is, is is weird when you're approaching it next to seeking contentment we we we've done an episode on like seeking uh, yeah, contentment and in, in, instead of happiness if you're like constantly pushing for happiness then you're never going to appreciate the things around you mm-hmm. but if you're also just sitting in contentment then you're never going to want to push yourself and so that those two things next to each other just end up butting heads a lot mm-hmm. and, and yeah. you you I think both are very important. You have to yeah. appreciate the things around you while also th- believing that you deserve more that you, that you believe uh, like you you believe in yourself enough to deserve what what you want out of life. You do, you deserve to like hit your goals and you deserve to hit your milestones well, and and push yourself. That makes me think about what we were just talking about like pr- like how presence serves us towards the future and like it's, mm-hmm. some people think if I'm too present that I'm not focused on the future, mm-hmm. but I think that's a good example of how or a good way of talking about how like being present we can still also hold right. space for who we want to be in the future yeah. while be like finding a balance between those it, two things. It also, of. to me, it sounds like a battle between um, self-love and, and external validation. Um, mm. A lot of people are um, into personal growth. I'm into mm. personal growth. Yeah. How, can I be better than I was yesterday? So I'm really put a lot of energy into my own self and my self-love and my worth and, and so that I can be disciplined um, and have a vision so that I can follow, you know, I'm looking in the future, I'm seeing the vision and then I'm having belief in myself that I'm going to make it to this and I just stay and disciplined. And doing what you need to, to do, do in the moment exactly. to get yeah, there right. instead of being like, well, how the fuck But I'm I get doing there? it for myself. Yeah, yeah. Whereas some people are like, um, external validation. I have to. Uh, I have to get on kill Tony. Internal validation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to uh, go crush so people say you're the fucking illest. I have to, you know, whatever um, trophy or achievement you want to have well, on the I, outside. I think what it is is it's like it's it's hard to like have that balance between because like everybody's just like you know if you don't love yourself how could anybody else love you, you right. know? and it's just like I do believe that to a certain extent but it's just like I think that you can find the value in yourself through seeing yourself in other people's eyes. Right. Absolutely. At other times too mm-hmm. you know need so people too yeah yeah so it's like Remind i don't us. think that it's it's necessarily like you know it's all one one or yes. the other because it's like 
100%. Because, yeah, because the, there's there's just too much of like, yes, you have to be able to love yourself to be able to accept the love that you are you actually get, yes. you know? And to feel it. And to feel it, absolutely, yeah. But like, you know, to, to say that like, you know, somebody saying good job when you did a good job. Right. Like, you know, I had somebody tell me good set who's never told me good set the other night. Right. And I was just like, you know what? Like, fucking, I needed that. Like, right. I, like right. I just, it made me feel like I was on the right track, you know? No, 100%. Because it's validating. Ex exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, but to only <laughs> seek that would be detrimental to myself. Right. right. But to never seek it, I don't think is, you know, is headed in the right direction right. either. Because yeah. it's like, you Striking, don't want to know that it, your shit's it's, good. it's helpful to have it. So it's like, especially, this is a great example, especially as being a comedian so let's say you're uh you you, you know you're um doing a big show at a big club mm. and um you've been rehearsing your set and you're like i, I got this uh, you got all the self-love positive talking you go yeah. do it and tony rock or chris rock is come by he's like hey man that was really funny or just sitting in the green room with somebody like that mm -hmm. is like this is validating I am where I'm supposed to be. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I, these are my peers now. This is like I'm on the right path. I'm on the right track. And it makes you want to fulfill your self-fulfilling prophecy or your, your destiny. It makes you feel more positive and it reinforces the self-love. So yeah. it's because you need both. Yeah. You know, um, you can't just be like, fuck everybody's feelings. I'm going to go out there. And, and yeah, yeah. I'm going to hype myself <laughs> up every day, even on my shittiest days. And it's like, yeah, you can you can think that. Exhausting. But like, yeah, yes. it, it's exhausting. You, we've all seen these guys. They wear blazers and their hats backwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they know a lot about stocks. <laughs> their marketing, their Bitcoin. <laughs> You've seen these guys. Uh, I, I, I really like the sentiment of like wanting to be better than you were yesterday because I think that strikes yeah. like the perfect balance in between being present and uh, like yeah. content while also seeking to improve yourself. Right. It, you're, you're not viewing this like extreme out there. Like you can still have year-to-year -year goals and like yeah. and like big plans, but you're more concerned about making day-to-day -day improvements. Day. That, that, that's that's very that's very present. It's tangible well, too. Exactly. Yeah. Super yeah. life isn't um huge changes. Life is one, one percent every day a yeah. little bit. You know, one percent better than you were yesterday. If you're a tractor, it's really easy to just get it on the same track. And it doesn't take a huge wheel jerk to get off the track. It just takes a little shift and then you mm -hmm. can just bump over and get into the new track. It, mm -hmm. it that's life. It the, when you hold your shoulders like this, the this little bit of like one percent shoulders for you have no confidence. This little shit back, you have all the confidence. It's yeah. a little shifts in life that change the entire life, and yeah. who the people are around you and how they communicate with you is how you change your life. Then it affects your identity. It affects how you talk about yourself. Um, and then ultimately, you know, if you get in a position where, um, let's say, you know, like the, like you're a therapist. This it's not like you were a little kid. It was like I want to be a therapist when I grow up. Maybe your parents had that for you or not. <laughs> But then when you became a therapist, how did you feel? It was like, am I a therapist? Yeah, it was weird. It was really weird. I'm sometimes, a therapist. Sometimes I said, when I, when I first started, sometimes I would sit there with my notepad and I'm all, mm-hmm, writing stuff. And I'm all, who the fuck do I think I am? Like, Watching yourself in the reflection. I'm like, if they knew what I did at nighttime, I'm still. <laughs> and then you yeah. develop but that, imposter syndrome. Yeah. Also, Which also is, a dynamic identity. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. No, it's, it's you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you did it. You really, we're, we're fine. No, we landed it. Stuck the landing imposter syndrome, which is what we'll talk about right after the break. What I said was better. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back to the smoke break. I'm Zoe Schwartz. I'm here with Zane Thomas. Hello. Taylor Barrett. Hey. And Jamal Coleman. Hey, baby. <laughs> yeah, and we. Sup, girl. <laughs> sup, audience. Uh, we're gonna talk to you about 
Imposter syndrome. Ooh, imposter syndrome. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And I know what that feels like yeah. because I am an imposter. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the real Zoe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we got this face off no. like face off. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, because I think, well, I think we get imposter syndrome when we push ourselves outside of our comfort zones, when mm. we shift and grow into something that we didn't previously think we were capable of being. And I think that's often where the imposter syndrome comes from is that there's part of us that knows that we can do it because we did it. But then there's part of us that, well, I guess for in my, in my experience, I'm thinking of it from the lens of like achieving something that you thought you couldn't. And then, coming to terms like you guys asked me about being a therapist yeah. so from that because i guess it can also go in the opposite direction where it holds you back but that's how i'm thinking about it so yeah so i think it it uh it kind of it's like finding that balance between the part of yourself that was comfortable being who you were before but who wanted to shift and change mm. and then sitting with the uncomfortableness of not lining up with who you thought you were even though it's who you want to be right. yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely so i think for me it's like uh, with with becoming a therapist specifically, I think it's just like, yeah, I have so many old messages about who I am and what I'm capable of and why w- and who I am as a human. Like, why would someone want to ask for my advice? I'm a hot mess. You know, like, like right, right. you know, I mean, obviously I'm not that much of a hot, but you know. That's no, the, I wasn't the, agreeing that you are no, a hot no, mess, but, like, but I mean, I've, I've been. Part of me believes that still, you know, so yeah, yeah. so I think just it's weird, like having to sort of uh, figure out how to believe in the version of yourself that you've achieved and believe that you deserve that you've achieved it and that you belong in this new space. And that was really hard for me. But I think I've always known that there were some things about me that made me want to be a therapist because I knew I was good at, which is like connecting with people, helping people feel seen and heard and like um, helping people feel less shame by like, I'm really good at like normalizing things. And I feel really strongly that people shouldn't feel shame, even if I don't understand their experience. I've felt so much shame in my life that I want other people. To, and when I started to heal and I work like that stuff we were talking about in the last segment, when I started to work through the shit and understand where the messages came from, I realized um, how important it is to help people figure out where their shame comes from. Yeah, well, I th- it's like it, there's a difference between agreeing and uh, empathizing. Yeah, right? yeah. Like I've I've had clients tell me, egregious shit yeah. where I'm just like I'm not a fan that you did that yeah. uh, I really wish yeah. that you wouldn't have but like me making you feel bad about this isn't going to right. make you want it's not going to make you want to change because the whole exactly. world's been making you feel bad about this and you're mm-hmm. still doing it right. yeah. so like what yeah. what what space can I hold that will allow you to to work through this to feel through yeah. this yeah. 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 yeah just a process so, yeah so yeah. I think I just realized too that there, it, like what I want to do to help people as part of what I'm doing as doing it you know like Perfect. it's very meta yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to believe in myself that I'm a- capable, but then how I realized it is I have this, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Is that like, I have this innate part of myself that can do that for people and I see how it works and I've had that my whole right. life. And so I think it's reconnecting with the part of yourself that brought you to that place kind of. So I guess like maybe like the values that I have that I realized I would be good as a therapist and reminding myself that those values exist and that I can lean on those. And when I lean on those skills that I have and I trust that the other skills will come, then I feel like I'm good enough to be a therapist, you know? So I think that's, it's... That's it right there. Self-value. Yeah. You mm. you found the value in your worth from your innate skills mm-hmm. to help you with something that is a, you know, a, a, a technical job or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So it helps you identify with the job mm-hmm. so you can go, oh, I'm not an imposter because I yeah. have these skills yeah. that this job 
requires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the yeah. If, yeah. if I yeah, I think something you said was just like if somebody read your resume to you. Right, right. That like tripped me out. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I think I think this is a good exercise that anybody could do is like um um have somebody randomly put your resume in a pile of resumes and don't mm. tell them the names and and pretend like you're trying to hire this person and have them read your resume to you and be like, wow, that guy is impressive. Mm. You be like, that's you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did all those things. No, no, no. We have a hard time um accepting our achievements, man. Absolutely. absolutely. And when you can accept your self-worth and your self-value, you can well, you can have the um the inventory for self-value and go, these are the things I'm really good at, these mm. are the things I'm weak at, and I can work on these. Yeah. And then you create that worth. I I'm this is my worth because of this value. Then you accept your achievements. Like yeah, it gives I, you the I did space to work on the stuff. I did go yeah. to college, and I do have a, a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. to be a therapist. I did a master's degree to be a therapist. <laughs> I that, did. That's a reasonable correction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you didn't have enough imposter syndrome to not acknowledge that. I also so, have I mean, a bachelor's degree because yeah. you have to get one first. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah. and then you you also have knowledge too. Yeah. So you have yeah. all this. Yeah, and I had privilege these... to help me get it. Exactly. Which I would like to acknowledge. <laughs> but Happy just, Black History Month. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We're not going to pretend like I just stepped. <laughs> slipped and fell on my mask. <laughs> but the fact that you know you you um you can take that equity and, and create that um you, you know your knowledge, you know your value, you know your worth, you accept your achievements, that helps you validate knowing because the thing is is like um you can't become who you want to be remaining who you are. Mm. And if you try to become who you want to be, thinking you can remain the same person, that's when you get that imposter syndrome. And that's mm. and that's just yeah. a form of self-sabotage. Yeah. yeah. So it could either go bad or good or bad for you. But once you start self-sabotaging, then the negative self-talk. Yeah. And- what do you know about self-sabotage? <laughs> I don't know anything about self-sabotage. Uh, I, I think that I put myself on the path to success constantly and I don't deviate from it because that would be me messing it up, not the world messing it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I think it's, I think self-sabotage is like a control thing, you know, and I think it, it helps mm-hmm. us maintain whatever uh, identity that we've built. You know, right. it's just like, I'm the person who messes things up. So if I'm messing this up, I'm fulfilling that identity yeah. of the person who doesn't, who messes don't call up. me out like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, 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 re- you're reinforcing your beliefs yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. subconscious or not well it's yeah I, I I've built an identity I have this belief about myself and so in order to perpetuate that I have to keep doing things that keep me in the same spot that I'm at mm-hmm. um the, what are what are your experiences with deflecting uh Taylor? <laughs> my experiences with deflecting uh, <laughs> well um, well, I, I think self <laughs> self sabotage is is really brutal. I uh, I really like what you brought up about like acknowledging your achievements because I, I feel like once people hit those achievements, they're no longer achievements; they're just like little milestones to a, a now bigger achievement that they've set. Like we raise like, the bar for ourselves, exactly. And so now that that achievement, you don't even get to feel the success and power from anymore because now the bar has moved. We're like, okay, yeah, I got my master's degree, but like I'm I'm not technically a therapist yet, and now I'm a therapist, but like maybe I'm not as good as I wanted. But we're like you just keep moving the bar farther yeah, and further bar. but mm-hmm. those are all achievements that you've made mm-hmm. you know and i feel like imposter syndrome like as a personal set of examples like it, it's it's affected me from everything from just like playing video games if it, like if i get a really good rank one season i'm like maybe i got carried maybe all my teammates were just way better than me <laughs> yeah. but then oh, it, like e- even yeah. becoming like a social worker i'm like maybe i'm not deserved maybe i just got lucky and like killed the interview and now right. they and now they want to get rid of me or something there's like there's constantly ways where i'm not 
validating myself enough. And even even if some of those things are like partially true, that doesn't change the fact that you like hit those milestones, that you hit those yeah. achievements. Right. You could be friends with somebody there and still fuck up the interview. Exactly. You know that's also true. And your team could carry you and you still get the winning shot. That's yeah, true. Exactly. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. a team effort. Like, I, I think that that's a that's a really good point that you bring up is just like the excuses that we make for like why why it worked out. You know, mm -hmm. it's just like, well, if if it did work out, it's only because this happened. Mm -hmm. If it did work out, it's it never it's if it goes wrong, it's all my fault. If it goes right, it was a fucking yeah yeah it was a fluke. Either way it goes, you're catastrophizing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. the positive or the good. So take the time. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna take the time, I, I'm a realist too, and I'm a very logical person too. So I, I try do, to be. I take the time to go. <laughs> This might go bad. This set could go bad. This could be bad. They could throw shit at me. They could spit on me. They could cuss me out. Then I also take the time and be like, I might get a standing ovation. Yeah. Both are equally true. It, oh, yeah. Both are equally true. Well, and Fear I, and faith are the same thing. I Hope think, for the best, prepare for the worst. Yes. That's what I always say. I think <laughs> something that like I had heard recently was just like playing through a thought. Yes. You know, because it's like we have, like we initially just think like this bad thing's going to happen, yes. and we just we think the the first part we just like circular think on like the first mm -hmm. bad thing happening, and instead of of doing that, it's like okay, if that happens, then I'll have to do this, and right. if that happens, I guess I'd have to do this. Yes. But if this happens, I guess I would. And you Curiosity. can strategy. Yeah, you can come up with a strategy. Yeah. You can play through it. But if you're just like thinking of like the if this one bad thing happens and everything fucking falls apart, like, I, it's I like think all it's, or nothing thinking and how yes. it doesn't serve you. I think it's I think it's fair to yourself too to like if you're imagining something going a certain level of bad to like consider what the equivalent of it going good would be mm -hmm. like if, if, if it's if it's level five bad what would level five exactly. good look like too mm -hmm. exactly. and, and to like try to restore the balance uh yeah I, like I, that's harder to do because it's easy to just like spiral on the bad things but like you said making a plan for those things yeah. can help you navigate and be a little more realistic it's about problem that. solving too which yes. we've talked about before yeah. and psychologically visualization works. Mm -hmm. The more you think about doing something over and over again and practicing whether it's good case or bad case scenario help you prepare for when you actually do it. Yeah. And when you actually do it, your brain doesn't know the difference between imagination and reality. And it's like, okay, I've prepared for this scenario. That's why flyers do the flight simulation. And they get into a real plane and they know how to flyers? fuck them. The flight civilization. <laughs> yeah, passing out flyers on the street. <laughs> Pilots. Yeah. I was like, them what do you too. say that was wrong? I don't get it. Them oh, yeah. too. <laughs> you know, Sorry. those flyer guys. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I use my 1920s lingo. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it those brothers that made the, <laughs> the flying machine. <laughs> also, you know, like, those I, flyer men. I, I, I wanted to, to add also that, like, <laughs> It's, it's really easy to just consider, well, maybe I just got lucky. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I do that. Cool. Why is that a bad thing? Exactly. It's, 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 that's dope to be lucky sometimes. Yeah. I identify you know? with being a lucky person. What's yeah. wrong yeah. with that? Roll with yeah. it. There's nothing wrong with being lucky. You get more lucky. Totally. I have a friend who, who identifies as being an unlucky person, <laughs> and it drives me nuts because she'll be like, well, this thing's about to happen, and there's a small chance this bad yeah. thing. And she's like, but it's probably going to happen because yeah. the bad shit always happens to me. And I was like, you got to fucking quit talking to yeah. yourself yes. like that. I'm yes. guilty of that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I do too. There's a lot of people do that. And this is what I say. In, in, and this is, I don't know, this is kind of my belief, man. Um, what? So let, let's say something bothers you, it changes your attitude. 
And mm-hmm. then it changes your mood and you have that mood for a few days. Now it's changing your temperament and then your temperament's changed for a few behavior. months. And, that, and now it's changed your behavior. Mm-hmm. Now it's changed your character. Now it's changed your personality. Now you identify as this person. Mm-hmm. I'm a complainer. I'm a miserable person. I'm a crackhead. Mm-hmm. I'm a shopaholic. Whatever you keep telling. The seat you, grew into a tree because exact, you watered it. You keep telling yeah. yourself that same story. And the only way you're going to change your identity and change your life is to change your story story mm. stop telling yourself this story that you're this person tell yourself the opposite you know what i'm a kind and caring giving person i'm not an asshole and mm. then go prove it to yourself mm-hmm. and then accept if that the fact that you might not be sometimes yeah well, <laughs> i mean something that like i had i had said was uh you know like i i hope to to be a you know like not a bad person and they're right. just like but you're a good person and i was like well, I mean, not bad is like the same thing, you know, <laughs> and it's like, no, it's not. That's like what we say. So that yes. way we can get away with not being, you know, how you do it. Not bad. Just say fucking good. Yes. yes. Just say fucking meaning. good. <laughs> Words have meaning. Yeah. A lot of people, especially nowadays, especially I feel like we're younger people. Uh, um, we kind of use these general terms. Mm-hmm. It was epic. And I'm like, no, identify it. Unless it's the Grand Canyon. Yeah. <laughs> even then. Yeah. Even then. The Taj Mahal. Okay. okay. Words have meaning. Be mindful sick. of the story you're telling yourself. Believe in Except yourself. For Trump owns it. Have some self love, oh, some self acceptance. Don't yeah. be delusional. Don't criti- crystallize your identity because we're ever evolving and changing daily. Yeah. It's like being realistic in your self-perception, like being realistic and and acknowledging the things that are good about you and having space for them and not downplaying them while also acknowledging that there's ways you could grow and change that you could be better. And it's really about finding the balance between those two. Yep. And you, using the right word, I think it's good to have a good lexicon to just be yes. to be able to identify no, specific right, yeah. things. Little words yeah. like that. Yeah. Like saying, uh, I think I like this one. I like saying thank you instead of saying sorry. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for being patient yes. with me instead Absolutely. of saying instead of apologizing. Yes. For Even though I apologize to you guys three that, times that, about being that late. adds more gratitude <laughs> you to your life. Thank you for yeah. being patient. Yeah. And, and then and when it, you say sorry, you beat yourself up too. Well, it sends the yeah. message that it's okay that I needed right. more from these people right now, but I'm going to show up for them and let them know right. I appreciate it versus yes. I'm sorry I exist and I need exactly. things yeah. sometimes. Sorry yeah. I take up space. Because now I'm yeah. calming you instead yeah. of you yeah. like exactly. acknowledging that like we're working together and trying yeah. to make it happen. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's like being that. more considerate of someone's feelings instead of just blaming your own feelings. Mm. Yeah. It's, like it's like more that. inclusive with you and the other brain. It's yes. more like collaborative. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's love. Community. That's love. That's well, love. speaking of that's love, it has been nothing but love. Thank you so much, Jamal, for joining us this week. Group yeah, thanks, Jamal. We Absolutely. appreciate you. I love we you guys. You. We love you too. We love you too. You bring out the best in us. Great episode. My <laughs> <laughs> self-talk just got so much better. <laughs> that has been the smoke break. We are here every week. Check us out on Mondays on Spotify at 6 p.m. Later, players. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>